Hello, my name is Tajori, and this is my podcast, The Screech! So, before we get into business, what are, oh yeah, well, before we get into business, first, Again, can y'all please follow me on Instagram and Twitter? <laughs> I need some followers. I'm gonna start posting more, but my ad is the screech, and that's with three e's. And also, if you like it, share it like dead ass. Post me on Snap, post me on Instagram, post me on Facebook, post me on Twitter. Do it, post me on Pornhub. Hell, uh, post me wherever billboards. I want to see those little skies, the little, little the uh, airplanes flying with the screech. Do it, do all that. Yeah, share me. I, I need some love. <clears throat> Also, I just want to say, um, uh, before I get into uh, the main business of this episode, a content warning slash trigger warning, because this episode I am going to touch on um, sexual assault um, slash, slash domestic violence, so I just wanted to put that a content warning slash trigger warning. So, now that's, now that's the, the business is done with, what are we sipping on today? Oh, also, also, pause. Let me try it again. Sorry for the delay in the posting of this episode. Um, I have a lot of content to work with, and I just and I low key been overloaded with like classes <laughs> because I dropped the class and I picked up a class. But that's a, that's another podcast, and so I've been a little behind the work. But for now on, um, I'm gonna still post every every week. On I might I, I might switch the day from when I post from Monday to Wednesday, but we'll see. But yeah. So sorry about that, but so what are we sipping on today? Honestly, what we're sipping on today is hate, <laughs> hate, hate, hate. So I've been seeing a lot of hate. Not even seeing, logic, not even noticing. It's just like it's always, it's always there. Fucking hate. Um, there's there's a different types of hate for different groups. But first, I'm gonna start off with um, let's start with the gays. We'll start with the gays, okay? Because, so Family Guy said they were um, phasing out their little, uh, their gay jokes. Um, and I, I saw some tweets on Twitter, like, uh, I thought it was funny when Family Guy made fun of everyone. Laugh, laugh, hee hee, Well, I used to watch Family Guy, and recently I tuned in for like the past, I, I, I t- watched the Trump Guy episode. Where were the jokes? I watched the Trump Guy episode that I think... Mm, listen, the Trump Guy episode of Family Guy was... No. They should have kept it on the hard drive. That's 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 all I can say about that. They should have kept it on the fucking hard drive. Because that shit was not it. That was not the Family Guy of season one. Actually, no. It was probably the, the same Family Guy, but I'm a grown-ass nigga. I'm not no dude in the fucking middle school, elementary school, high school watching fucking Family Guy no more. No, ma'am. Like... It w- it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny at all. I watched I watched the episode and I watched another one and it was about Stewie and he befriended this little toddler or whatever. And it's and then uh, okay that that episode was funny because I had Lois drinking. Lo- <laughs> Lois was drinking and then like she would like be finding like some vodka in the bush and she was like drunk as fuck. But okay, so that episode was that was, was kind of funny, but only because that little Lois bit. But. It's not that girl. Like, they're talking about phasing gay gay jokes out. Like, what are y'all phasing out? Y'all don't have no jokes to phase out in the beginning. So, like, and I, and I feel like 
the phasing out of gay jokes. They talked about um, the climate from 2006 to 2000, what are we, 2019 is much different now. And if anything, it's worse. We, we got fucking, fucking Trump doing whatever, well, all the hell. I could give I could give you a scroll of all the, the things Ms. Trump is doing, but that that's another podcast. That's another podcast. And, but so that, yes, they're they're right. The climate is different, and anything's they're worse. So they might as well throw those jokes in there since they, they want to say that. Be basically, they want to say since the girls are more sensitive, then they can't say the stuff they want to say. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about it then. Let's talk about since y'all want to say um it was fun when Family Guy pokes fun at all groups. Also, it was funny when Peter donned a fucking KKK hood to scare off the the black guy whose daughter was dating. The, the fat one's son. Was that funny? Was that fucking funny? Because I don't think that was funny. I don't, I don't think that was funny. He did he In the episode, he has a fucking KKK hood on with a torch trying to scare off Jerome. Where's the joke? Where's the joke? Like, honestly, and that's not all. There's this episode where I, I want to say one of the few episodes with, like, uh, Muslim people in it. They're terrorists and they're trying to blow up a blow up a bridge. They're like, what, what, what? And that, but, okay, but let's focus on the gay jokes. I was gonna say there was one funny gay joke in Family Guy about when this when they're like I don't know like Steve is in high school or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But then I realized that was American Dad, and it was it was this dude that was like like all. He was like a bully, but and he eventually ended revealing himself as gay at the end. But that that was funny. But that wasn't Family Guy. That was American Dad. And yes, they're created by the same person, but they're two vastly different shows. Like American Dad is the superior show, and Family Guy is not that girl. She's not that girl. And like you're you're phasing out gay jokes because basically the climate is different. The girls are more sensitive. No, they just aren't fucking funny because the gays can joke. We can joke about ourselves all the fucking time without it being fucking dangerous or like fucking harming our lives. Like the episode, like this this episode when um, you know what? I'm not even point to a single episode because throughout the whole show, whenever there's a gay joke, it's normally always ex at the expense of a feminine gay men. And it's like, they only show you a caricature. And like, there's, not only are there several different types of gay men, but there's several different types of gay femme men or queer men. And it's just like, they don't show you bi men. They don't show you queer men. They don't show you pan men. It's just like, a gay and a feminine as fuck man. And it's like, they don't show you voguing. They don't show you the struggle with tucking when you're doing drag and stuff like that. They don't show you that. No, they just want to make, they have a gay with a high-pitched voice and he's extra feminine and that's a joke. And it's like, can you come up with something else? Like, there's nothing wrong with fem, fem guys. Like, I'm fem myself. Like, 50 fem, 50% fem, 50% mask. But at this point, it's cliche. It's a caricature. They're not laughing with gay people. They're laughing at them like, haha, look at this guy. He's so feminine. He's acting like a woman. That's basically the joke. And it's not funny at all because then people, not even just people, anybody who's watching that show as like a young child, and let's not pretend like y'all wasn't watching as a young child. I'm like, oh, kids shouldn't be watching family anyways. Well, this is not only 
not only kids be watching Family Guy, y'all adults be watching Family Guy and be like, okay, look at this feminine guy. So I guess that's how all gays react. And then internalize homophobia gays, see that shit, I'm like, see, this is why I don't like gays. All gays are supposed to act like this, and I'm like, and I'm actually this way. I don't look like that at all. And it's just like so stupid. It's like, can you come up with something else? Can you come up with something else? Why are you so fucking lazy? Like, fuck. And it, it pisses me the fuck off because, like, in American Dad, they did it so, they do, like, topics so way better. Like, <laughs> like, this period, this American Dad is way better. Like, they have a gay couple who's, like, adopt a son, and sometimes they be having some marriage issues. And, like, uh, can Terry, Jer- Terry, Terry, yeah, Terry and whatever, I, I forgot the other one's name. They're, like, funny as fuck. And even, and the, the, because the joke is not just that they're feminine getting gay, but the joke is how they act. Like, they have a daughter, and, like, there's jokes about their daughter, and there's jokes about... Th- it, American Dad is just so much better, period. But it's just, like, that's how you do a gay joke. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And, like, Family Guy, no. It's just, like, fuck, fix it. Fix it. Like... Basically, by giving gay jokes, they're like, okay, we're going to race gay people because uh, the girls are too sensitive. No, we're not too fucking sensitive. Y'all are just fucking lazy. What they should do and what they need to do, one, they could Ameri- They need to hire... Actually, no, don't even take American Dad right out the way because that show is too fucking good. It's coming back in February, so y'all better tune in. But also, they need to either con- get some gay consultants or they need to hire some queer writers because... I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there now, but that ain't that girl. Because basically, y'all about to erase queer people from Family Guy because y'all think people are too sensitive. And no, people are not too fucking sensitive. Y'all just fucking lazy and can't come up with no dumbass joke. Can't come up with a joke that is not insensitive, that is not harmful, that doesn't promote a caricature. Fuck. And on the topic of gays. So Black Twitter's latest... Favorite, or their latest clown is Soldier Boy for whatever reason. He, he he did like an interview or whatever, and he was like Drake, Drake, like we okay. We're not going to talk about the interview, but so he's Black Twitter's latest clown. So I honestly I didn't give a fuck about what Soldier Boy was doing until Miss Ariana Grande dropped seven rings, and then he wanna come at her like hard as fucking, be like, give me my fucking credit. So now, so now we gotta, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go in on, we gotta go in on sis, cause they wanna be acting rude to Miss Ariana Grande. So let's, let's talk about some things. Let's talk about Miss Soldier Boy. And so he, you see, I don't even have an opinion on Soldier Boy. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't. I just he made some bops. I like when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, just like Family Guy, they he was he was nice then. He was nice then when I was young and didn't have really the taste for music that I have now, but like Soldier Boy tell him crank that crank that is, is a bop. Certified bop. It's a bop. I won't lie. It's a bop. But now, what are you doing? What are you doing? He he's over here yelling, talking about Drake copy this flow, Drake copy this flow, this. Oh, okay. What are you doing now? Why is nobody checking for your music? They're checking for your memes, but where where's the music? Can can we hear a bop? Can you give, can you give us another crank that? Can you give us another pretty boy swag? Can you give us another kiss me through the phone? Where's the talent? Where is it? Where'd it go? What happened? Where'd it go? <laughs> like, honestly, where, where'd the talent go? 
Because you're over here talking about this, 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 that, that. Oh, I was doing this years ago before Ariana, before blah, 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 blah. But where's the talent now? Where'd it go? Where is it? Was it ever there? Well, it was. Yes. It, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'd be like, no, he didn't have talent, but he did. He did. But where is it now? This is 2019, sir. Where is it now? Because Drake's been out for forever. Been on. He's been on the grassy, and now he's he's arguably the most pa- popular rapper there is. And he's been out for a while. He's if any, if anything, Drake and Soldier Boy have been out the, the same amount of time. But look how Drake's career has progressed, and look at how Soldier Boy's career has regressed. And so I'm talking about this because, um. I was going to talk about Kevin Hart on this podcast, but, and, and we, we all know like his little, his little, his little gay jokes, gay jokes went from like 2009 slash 2010. And basically the joke went like this. He was like, my biggest fear is my son being gay. And so like, you got to nip that. It was something along the lines of you got to nip that gay shit, shit in the bud. So like, if I ever see my son playing with a dollhouse, then I'm going to break the dollhouse over his head. But we're not going to talk about Kevin Hart because, like, he apologized, whatever, and that was 10 years ago, growth. We, we're going to let him grow. But we are going to talk about Soulja Boy. So let's go to 2009. Let's read the tweets. And I'm, I'm going to post this afterwards with, with the link so y'all can see for yourself, too. This is this is, this is is Soulja Boy's tweet from 2009. OMG, what's up with this gay-ass nigga on Worldstar? Question mark. The fuck? That's 2009. That's one of his tweets. Okay, let's, let's go to another one. 2009, what, question mark? You'd rather see me with them faggot-ass skinny tight jeans on, question mark? Never. Okay. Okay, y'all, y'all probably gonna come at me and say, okay, this is a, this is, that's 2009, dude, like, who cares? Okay, let's go to 2010. LOL, niggas gay. Always wearing pink, masturbating to Sonic and shit. He looked like he gonna be a pedophile when he older. See, that's my fucking issue right there. That one right there is my fucking issue. This is this is 2010. This is 2010. Yes, this is nine years ago. But one, this tweet is still up. Who the fuck? You know what? Who the fuck masturbates to Sonic? You know how many fine niggas are out there are out there. You think I'm about to be jerking off to fucking Sonic to that speedy ass nigga? By the by the time I'm ready to nut, he gonna be gone. Cause that nigga fast as fuck. And then, then the end part, he looked like he gonna be a pedophile when he older. I have no words. It's just like, why, why does gay automatically equal pedophile? Why does gay automatically equal pedophile? Because it's not like we have a monopoly, like, there's a lot of men who are pedophiles and not even, not even just, not, not even gay and for whatever reason... Gay equals pedophile for some of these niggas, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure why at all. Cause if, if we look at the stats, if we look at the stats, if we, I'm actually, I'm not gonna even go there. I'm not gonna even go there. But when we, when we get to the next girl, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about a pedophile when we get to the next girl. Since they wanna, since Miss Soldier Boy wants to talk about, he looked like he gonna be a pedophile when he older just because he's gay wearing skinny jeans. Okay. So this is 2010, and he's like, okay, y'all can, y'all can say maybe he's grown since then. Okay, what about this tweet from 2014? If you're not familiar with my bring that ass here boy tweet, go peep my bro at DC Young Fly videos on Instagram. Faggot niggas always thinking gay. 2014. 
And so 2014 was five years ago. Five years ago, minus two, I was in the 10th grade, in my 10th grade of uh, high school. And I was sort of coming to terms with my sexuality. And then niggas be like, niggas be saying the stupid ass shit like, uh, I don't, I don't care about gay. I'm not homophobic, but y'all, like, if you gay, be gay. Like, let everybody know why. Like, for, like, why? Why would be we be gay if y'all gonna be if y'all be one tweeted shit like this, acting acting the fuck the way you do? Why would we come out if we have to come out and we have to hear this wild shit? Why? Why would we? Like, do y'all think this shit is a game? Y'all think this is fucking hide and seek? You think niggas want to be in the closet? You think niggas want to be in the closet with the fucking boogeyman? The fucking boogeyman lives in the closet. And you think niggas want to be in there willfully? You think you niggas want to be with the boogeyman? No. Niggas is scared. They don't know. We don't know how our parents are going to react. We don't know how our friends are going to react. We don't know what's going to happen. This is our lives. Because once we say those words, they nev- they're never coming back. Period. They're never. They can never be said back. Because... It's it's a before and after. It's it's a, it's a before and after. Before you said it, and before you made it real, and then after. And this is 2019, and apparently it's the year where people are supposed to be sensitive and shit like this. And apparently it's the year where people give the fuck about the gays. Well, no, ma'am. No, absolute the fuck not. Because let me read to y'all this Reddit post that, that was posted four days ago. My 16-year-old grandson was kicked out by his mother because he came out of the closet. He traveled by bus to my doorstep, two states over from where he lives. I found out the whole thing from him this morning, which was the first I'm hearing about it. I phoned my daughter, and she said she doesn't want him back. She said some very nasty things. Honestly thought I raised her better than to act in such a manner. But my grandson doesn't want to go back home. I'm perfectly happy to take on the role of legal guardian because the poor child deserves a home in which he's loved. But I want to know what is my best means of making this process as quick and concrete as possible. Like, did y'all hear that? He had to ride two fucking states. Rosa Parks didn't even have to ride two fucking states. And he had to go to New Jersey in the winter? Do you know how fucking cold it is in New Jersey, in the Northeast right now? On a bus for two days, I rode from Sacramento to LA and I was ready to snatch off my ass. What the hell? Two fucking states in the winter to New Jersey. Do you know how fucking big those roaches are in New Jersey? Do you know how fucking big those New Jersey roaches are? Those niggas greet you at the door. They they fucking carry the grocery from the car to inside. Those roaches are big as fuck. And this nigga got up, got to move now because of his homophobic ass. Because of his homophobic ass mother. He has to switch schools. What about his fucking friends? What about his clubs? What about the org he was involved in? He don't even want to go back. Because of how she reacted. He was comfortable enough to come out to her. Or he, he wanted to comfortable to, he wanted to come out to her. He was vulnerable to her. He told her. And this is how she reacted. She don't want him back. You raised a nigga for 16 years. And you don't want him back. Because he's gay. And in a year, he's he's only 16. He's going to be applying to colleges. And they're going to be like, um, why'd you, why'd you move over, move over schools? One, that that's one issue. And then he got to get adjusted to living with his grandma who lives in fucking New Jersey with those big ass roaches. Wow. Just wow. 
And thank God he had his grandma to take him in, even though she's in the Rochas, New Jersey. What if he didn't have a grandma? What about the gays who get kicked out and then and they don't have family to take them in? Or family won't take them in because they're gay? What about them? Hmm? What about them? So, yes, this happened in 2019, and it's still happening all over the country. But I, I thought we were, I thought the climate had changed. I thought the climate had changed, family guy. I thought the climate had changed, Kevin Hart. I thought the girls were just sensitive. No, niggas are still getting kicked out the house. Niggas are still being killed. But then we got fuck niggas acting like Soldier Boy. Faggot niggas always thinking gay. What what does thinking gay even mean? Like honestly, what does it mean? Because right now I'm gay and I'm thinking about those big ass New Jersey roaches. Like. Thank God the New Jersey roaches do not fly like those roaches in Hawaii and Florida. Because if a roach fly at me, oh, <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I, it's a wrap. I'm, I'm fucking flying out the window. I'm flying out the car. I'm flying off the bridge. Wherever, I'm getting the fuck away. No, ma'am. Because if a roach fly at me, the whole bitch is getting burned down. We're burning down cities. We're burning down communities. We're burning down states. We're going to war with the roaches. <laughs> because if a roach fly at me, either I'm going to jail or I'm going to hell. Because no, I, w I don't fuck with those roaches. No. So what? What is gay? What does thinking gay mean? What does it? What does it mean? Because right now I'm thinking about how my wig is sitting on my desk, and because of this cute ass wig, I have a fucking scar on my head. I need. I really need to go to the dermatologist. <laughs> because like I'm sick it's been there since it's about to be February and it'll still be there oh and look I don't know what's going on with my arm and it looks like I have like a rash or something and it's just like inflamed but what is thinking gay because right now I'm thinking about how the government shut down and because of that I can't apply for EBT and I spent like over $200 on food recently because I'm trying to eat good I've been getting my lettuce wrapped my cauliflower my, my fucking veggie meat and it's just like but mm, uh, it's, it's hard it's really hard because like this shit is expensive especially in rich ass La Jolla every time I go to the grocery store I beat my bank account with a baseball bat <laughs> like it's so expensive like fuck oh, and I'm running out of dining dollars I might be selling pussy for some dining dollars soon because it's, uh, <laughs> the budget is not there but there's more there's more there's more 2016 so this was this was only three years ago this was senior year of high school. And this, this he said this in a quote, in a whatever, to, um, he quoted a tweet that Ebro sent. Suck a dick, old man, you Illuminati. You don't know what's hot in the street. I'll snatch that beard off your pussy face. Tax Stone said you a faggot. This was 2016. And so there's a pattern. There's a pattern of homophobia that's, most likely still ongoing from 2009 to 2016. And this is just in tweets. And it's like, you know what pisses me the fuck off? Like, it's one thing for y'all to be homophobic in person, in private. Like, that's, that's one thing. But for whatever reason, homophobes, just like racists, are never quiet. They're never quiet about it. We got niggas like Kevin Hart doing a little bit about how they're going to break a dollhouse over their son's head if he gay. We got niggas like Soulja Boy tweeting that wild shit. We got Family Guy doing whatever, try, attempting to make jokes. We got all that happening. And 
And for what? Like, dude, dude, you know what? What pisses me the fuck off about these people is they saying all this shit. But what if you, what if your son or daughter turns out queer? Like what 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 happens? Like what do you what what happens? What happens? Like really, what fucking happens when they find then when they find your tweets from 2016 and they they they're ready to tell you they want to tell you their that the tell you their identity, and then they see your tweets homophobic ass tweets, they see your homophobic ass stand up stand up comedy if that's what you can call it. They see your fucking jokes in the TV show that you used to write write for. Do you think they're going to tell you? Do you think they're going to tell you? And that's your fault. You fucked that. And some people like Young Miami from City Girls be saying, I don't want a gay son. Why? I'm not homophobic, but I don't want a gay son. Why? 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 Because if you're not homophobic, if there's nothing wrong with being gay, why don't you want a gay, gay son? Why? Why? There must be something wrong. I don't I don't I don't want meat. That's because I don't like meat cuz I don't eat it. I don't like I don't want a brown water bottle because I don't like the color brown. So why don't you want a gay son? You don't want your son to be gay. Why? What's wrong with being gay? You said you're not homophobic, so what's wrong? What's wrong? Tell me. Tell me. What's wrong? I really want to know. Because niggas want to be homophobic, but they don't want the label. Racists want to be racist, but they don't want the label. They don't want the label because what the label comes with. I was going to say it comes with con- consequences, but no, we got a, raci- a racist-ass nigga who's president. Where are the consequences? We got homophobic-ass rappers like Young Miami, Soulja Boy. Where are the consequences? And so, y'all might as well be homophobic with your chest because y'all loud as fuck and nothing's happening to y'all. Black, black Twitter don't give a fuck. Black people don't give a fuck. So, why don't you just be homo? Just say I don't like gays. Say it. I don't like gays. Fuck them faggots. Just say that. Don't don't be like I'm not homophobic. Just just say it. Be loud and proud. Be homophobic. Just say you don't like the faggots. Just say it. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Say it. Say it. It just doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to me, and it really pisses me off. Because really, like, what if they have children, and then one of their children turns out to be gay? Like that is you don't get to pick. Like, really? You don't get to pick? Like, this isn't fucking Mortal Kombat. You don't have a fucking video game menu when you, when you, preg- when you, before you get pregnant and be like, hmm, I want, I want him straight. I want him white. I want him to have this kind of hair, this color eyes. You don't get to do none of that shit. No. Unless you adopt. And then even you don't have to adopt, a, a, adopt as like a teenager. And you, you have to ask him all these questions and stuff like that. And still like, okay, if you, if you're going to go out and adopt a child and you're going to, you're going to be shallow like that, then sure, go ahead, go for it. <laughs> like I, I, I want to, I'm going to adopt, but I'm probably going to adopt him as a baby. So I won't get the pig because honestly, I would love to have a gay son or a queer daughter because like, I would love to show them like to be there for them during their childhood and like help them with like them coming to terms with their identity. I would love to do that. But honestly, I'll be happy with whatever I get unless there there is one, there's one exception. If my child grows up and becomes a Republican, I'm sitting his ass to New Jersey. <laughs> like 
period. I'm sitting in his ass in New Jersey with those big ass roaches. No, ma'am. I wouldn't. Eh, I won't be raising a, a Republican. No, ma'am. Republican child. No. Ew. Ew. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh God, a Republican son or daughter? Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. I got. I'm gonna have to. I, I'm not gonna whoop my kids because my mom never whooped me. We, we'll have to do some witchcraft or something. Brain surgery? What the hell? Imagine your child. You doing? You teaching your child all this stuff, and they end up being a Republican. <laughs> Girl, girl, uh, uh, that's that's some scary shit. I should never. Let me knock on wood. Uh, uh, I speak that into the universe now. If my, uh, uh if if they, if my child is Republican, bitch, girl, it's no. He gotta go. <laughs> Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm really imagining my child being a Republican and I'm dead ass they they're no. It's no 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 there's no no way no 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 way I'm gonna let you be Republican I ain't living with a Republican I don't want to be with you, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that you, and you, and you, you're going to be a Democrat, or at least an independent, progressive, a Republican, hell no, hell no, bitch, (laughs) a fucking Republican, but seriously, you cannot choose if your child is queer or not. And that's the bottom line. That's that's the bottom line. So, what you gonna do? And so that just pissed me off, so. <laughs> that just really pissed me off. And now, speaking of Soldier Boy, he should never come for Ariana Grande. So, Miss Miss Grande just dropped seven rings, which is a certified bop. A certified bop. Honestly, when I heard seven rings, ooh. I listen, I threw on my wig. <laughs> I threw on my wig and I went in the front room and I, I bought like these fake nails and I started painting them because that's how I felt with seven rings. I felt like a rich bitch. I felt like I had money. I had that old money. I had that new money. I had the coin. I don't. I have about enough. I don't even have enough in my bank account to buy a cheese pizza. But that's how I felt after listening to seven rings and it was a bop. But for whatever reason, Ariana has this hate train coming and. So princess, I wasn't gonna co- I wasn't gonna come for I'm, I'm not I wasn't gonna come for Miss Princess Nokia. I was gonna call her Princess No Budget, Princess No Talent, Princess Indestructible. But I'm not gonna do any of that because Princess Nokia isn't isn't problematic. So I'm not gonna say any of that. But if Miss Ariana Grande really co- copied her flow, like Princess No Talent claims she did, why are you on Twitter about it? Why are you on Twitter about it? Why aren't you in courtroom 502? So get in, get in that coin, get in the dough, get in the skrilla, get in this money. Why, why are you not in court? Why are you not suing her? Why are you not, why are you not trying to get some coin? But no, you're on Twitter playing Miss Ariana Grande. When you should be in court, when you should have lawyered up, you're not doing that. If you really think she copied, why, why are you not in the court of law? Why are you not in courtroom 502? Hmm? 
Because you want the attention. You want the clout that comes by attacking Miss Ariana Grande. Because if you really had a case, if you really think she copied, you'd be in courtroom 502 pleading your case before Mrs. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It it just pissed me off because at the end she's going to talk about I'm protecting the culture or whatever. Sis. Sis. (laughs) Ariana Grande has done nothing. She don't come for nobody. She don't come for nobody. She don't have a black sense. She she don't shade none of the black women. She doesn't shade black men. She doesn't shade the gays, trans people. She don't do none of that. Ariana Grande don't hurt nobody. Nobody. She she was she even one of the few pop stars that said Black Lives Matter. She didn't go all lives matter like Miss Selena Gomez, like Miss Taylor Swift. She didn't do that. She wasn't out there calling black women roaches like Cardi B. She didn't do that. What did Ariana Grande do to piss these people off? Like Honestly, ever since Thank You Next, they've been acting like Ariana Grande shot up a church. Like Ariana Grande beat somebody ass. Like Ariana Grande said the hard R. But she didn't do that. And it's like all these girls are coming out the woodwork to hate on Miss Grande. Well, I know and, and I've been trying to figure out. I was like, why? What what the fuck? What what's going on? What what the hell? What? <laughs> like, what, what did she do? What, what did, what did Miss Grande do, honestly, to piss all these people off? And so I did some math calculations. I did 5 plus 2x to the 3 squared My equals 72 times 47x. And I found a solution to the equation. The reason why people have been hating on Ariana Grande is right here. It's Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Lewinsky, Nicki the Harajuku Barbie. That's why they don't like Miss Ariana Grande. Because Ariana has been clear. We know we know that her and Nicki are friends. They did several songs together. They did Bang Bang. They did some songs on Nicki albums. They did a song on Ariana album. They they they, they Ariana was on Queen's radio. Ariana was helping Nicki at the VMAs. And even if their relationship is fabricated. It's still public. And so we think that Ariana Grande and, and Nikki are friends. And people be hated on Nikki. They they hate on the queen of queen of rap. For for they I can't even that's another podcast. I could do a whole nerd podcast about how the girls be hating on Miss Nikki. They hate on Miss Nikki because they hate black women, which is getting into my next into my next subject. They hate on Miss Nikki because they hate black women. Bottom line, period. They they hate black women, so that's why they hate Nikki. And since Ariana associated it with the queen of hate, oh that that was sound right. The queen of hate, the queen who receives the most hate, they hate Ariana Grande. And so that's that's what I've that's what I've concluded. That is my thesis statement. And that and that is my evidence. They hate they hate Nikki, so they hate Ariana. And it's dumb because like Ariana really has not done nothing. Like if she would have come if she would come out and be like, fuck y'all niggas, I'm done. White power. <laughs> like then I will understand the hate. But she hasn't done none of that. And the girls still hate her. For whatever reason. 
And it's sad, honestly. It's sad. But yep, the girls hate black women. And so that's why they hate Ariana Grande, by association. And now, let's get into the final topic of this podcast. And so this one, child, this this is going to be a, this is a subject. And so if you haven't watched it, Surviving R. Kelly dropped on Lifetime um, at the beginning of this month. And I sat my fat ass down to watch it, to tune in. And that was, wow. Wow. I guess I can give y'all a summary of it. I don't really have like a concrete because it's just so much to unpack in that documentary that I I just don't know where to start. (laughs) I just don't know where to start. So I'm actually not going to give y'all a summary. Go watch it. Go watch Surviving R. Kelly right now on the Play Store, iTunes, Amazon. Go watch it in your on your local your local in your local theater because honestly, this is too important of a documentary for to miss out. So I'm not gonna give y'all a summary, but I am gonna give y'all my commentary on the documentary. R. Kelly, if if that stuff is true, because I have to say allegedly, or my ass will get sued to oblivion. So if if that stuff is true, gullatine, your ass needs to get fucked up, baseball bat, throw throw that ass down, bring that ass here, beat that ass. Come with that ass, shred that ass, come for that ass, beat that ass, kill that nigga. On, ooh, I said kill that nigga. Ooh, is that appropriate? You know, this if 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 the allegations on that thing are on if the, what they said in that documentary is true, that nigga needs to die. Period. <laughs> There's no is around it because from what I've seen, monster. Period. Monster, absolutely unequivocally a monster, and not just. For, for like the past couple years, but since the 1990s, marrying Aaliyah when he was 27 and she was 15, that 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 tape that was leaked with him peeing on that underage girl and with Sparkle coming out, which was this girl, which was, yeah, this um, singer who worked with him, who introduced him to the niece, as she claims, and he ended up doing what he did to her, abusing her, and then recording it like he recorded all his other nasty shit, and they get in leaked. And is she coming out and telling people that that's her niece and that this nigga R. Kelly did it? And her family ostracizing her because of that. Because she come out and saying that she lying on family name that wasn't her and have, still having a girl hang around with R. Kelly. Fucked up shit. Fucked. 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 Fucked up. It's fucked up. It's just fucked up from the beginning to the end. It's so unfortunate for these girls. When it was taken to trial... When it was taken to fucking trial, one of the jurors in the documentary said, hold on, and I have the quote. I have the quote. And this is in episode four. He said, I just didn't believe them. I know it sounds ridiculous the way they dressed, the way they act. I didn't like them. I voted again. And then he stopped himself. I, I believe he's going to say I voted against them. And I disregarded all of what they said. Listen here, nigga juror. Listen here, bitch ass nigga juror. They were not the ones on trial. They were the ones saying their testimony against this monster of a nigga. That's what they were doing. You wasn't there to judge them. You was there to listen to their testimony as a juror to get fucking justice. And you fucked up and you did not do your job. You did not do your job. And because of that, you failed these women. You failed future women. And you failed... You felt if you have daughters, you failed them. You failed your sons because you fucked up your family's name. You need to get your ass whooped too. Gullatine, electric chair, baseball bat, chemical, chemical poison. 
you need your ass whooped. You need your ass whooped because basically what he said was when R. Kelly was on trial and when women were testifying against him, he didn't believe them because of the way they looked, because of the way they dressed. He just didn't like them. He 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 voted against them, as he was going to say. He voted against them. Not Well, were they on trial? No. Were they on fucking trial? No. R. Kelly was on fucking trial, and he was the one who should have been held accountable. And that's the big fucking issue. Nobody held this nigga accountable. His team was out there, according to the documentary, his team was out there. When the girls would try to escape, he would, they would bring them back. His team was responsible for so much shit. They all knew this shit was going down. This shit is still going down. And nobody has held him accountable except for black women. Black women started mute R. Kelly. Black women, the black founder of um, Me Too, she called into like the radio host and like, yo, stop playing R. Kelly's music. And they did. They have been the one holding him accountable. And all these other people just laughed, kiki, ignored. They still collaborated with him. Like, I have a list of all these people who have collaborated with R. Kelly through the years. Let, let's go through the list right now, right now. Because I, I did not make this list for no reason. Y'all go hear it. The Game, 2000, um, in 2005, it was The Game, Snoop Dogg, Elephant Man, Twister, Do or Die, Nivea, Birdman, Swiss Beats, Snoop Dogg. Wait, this, oh, actually, the last two were in 2007. But, like, this was after the marriage to Aaliyah. This was after the um, alleged P-tape. And it's just, like, y'all, y'all, y'all at least are not going to be like, okay, people could be, like... People could be like throwing shade on his name, but like even then, y'all not gonna y'all gonna work with that type of nigga with like all these other niggas don't have fucking P tapes allegedly out. That that ain't no common thing for someone to drop a fucking P tape. And then he got then he got indicted, and then he would he would have been held guilty if it weren't for some raggedy ass misogynistic jurors. Period. He would have been held accountable. He would have been held accountable, but he wasn't. And then. After, after, um, let me still go back to naming all the people that's collaborated with R. Kelly. Birdman, Swiss Beat, Snoop Dogg, Nelly, Chameleonaire, T.I., T-Pain, Usher, Ludacris, Kid Rock, Keisha Cole, Paulo Zidane, Huey, Twista, Kerry Wilson, Tyrese, Robin Thicke, The Dream, Team John Hill, K. Michelle, Ludacris, Kelly Rowland, 2 Chains, Young Jeezy, DJ Mustard, Future, Migos, Juicy J, Ty Dolla Sign, Janae Aiko, Juicy J, Lil Wayne, and Jeremiah, Tanasha and Kashmir Kett, Wizkid, we still going. Snoop Dogg, Young Jeezy, Sierra, Fat Joe, Rick Ross, The Pussycat Dolls, Little John, Snoop Dogg, Ashanti, Twista, Rich Gang, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, Jennifer Hudson, Rick Ross, Mariah Carey, Kid Ink, Chance the Rapper, Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown. All these dudes, all these people have worked with him, and yet only Lady Gaga and Celine Dion, as of recording of this podcast, have pulled their music with R. Kelly from streaming services. I don't see Michael Jackson pulling his music from Beyond the Grave. I don't see Whitney Houston pulling her music from Beyond the Grave. I don't see their spokesperson. I don't see their fucking ghost astral projecting themselves onto the earth to let us know that they don't support R. Kelly. I haven't seen that. And it's unacceptable. That's so all of these artists, Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown in 2014, 2016, 2017, have collaborated with this dude. The music has not been pulled. We got Erica Badu, French Montana, saying, we're going to separate the music from the art. We got Erica Badu talking about, I'm still going to love him. Gare? No, absolutely not. No fucking way. No fucking way. Because what he did, if it's true, it's awful. He had fucking girls. He would. They would, all, 
all fucking black women. He had them fucking manipulated. He was psychologically terrorizing these women. He would, his super fans would come to a concert, his team let him know, fly him out. The top 20 win, the top, in this case, the top 20 losers get flewed out. And he, and by losers, I don't mean like they're losers. I mean like they lose because they're becoming like involved with R. Kelly. Just want to specify that before anybody come with me. The top 20 losers get flewed out by working with R. Kelly because he was abusive as hell. According to this documentary, allegedly, allegedly abusive as hell. According to this documentary, emotionally abusing these women, psychologically abusing these women. The women in this documentary, the survivors of this documentary, were talking about how once they moved into this house, they had to ask R. Kelly to leave. They had to ask him if they could eat. They had a bucket in, in their room to pee in and stuff like that. And it's just like there was no accountability from the industry, from his team. The justice system failed. Some of the families failed. But for the most part, the people who had these girls backed was either their family or black women. And that's really unfortunate. That that That's it. Because if this were white women, girl, 411 or Amber Alert, National Guard, bombs would have been dropped. R. Kelly would have been shot. He would be he would have been shot or in jail. One of them because this would not have happened. The the the, the white girls, girl, they would not have let this happen. KKK would have um they would have showed up on his ass. No, like seriously, without a doubt, without a doubt, they would have showed up on his ass. They would have showed up on his ass, and there's no ifs and buts around it. Like period, that's absolutely what would have happened. But because these were black women, and because the girls. I'm not going to say the girls because the culture, I hate saying that phrase, but because the culture hates black women and not even just the culture. And it's, it's like, I'm not going to just say the culture like as in black people, but like the culture of America hates black women and not just America. Like if we can go to the globe, we can point, we can point at some countries and it's, it's going to be a lot of them. The whole globe will have some points on it where they hate black women. And it's, and it's sad. It's sad is an understatement. It's a tragedy. It's a cataclysm. It's a disaster. It's a fatality. It is awful. It's terrible. It's tragedy. It's awful. I already said tragedy and awful twice. You get what I'm saying. It's terrible that we treat our black women like this. It's disgusting. Because I'm like just imagining if like this happened to me and like my mom, who is a black woman, obviously, would... Have all the things she would do for me. She'd probably be out there shooting niggas. Like, imagining my mom was shooting people was, like, a, a, a ridiculous sight. But I can imagine her doing that, like, to protect me. And so, like, let me let me say on this podcast, I am completely, to my, to my black friends, my black women, my black girls, my black sisters, my nieces, my nephews, my sisters, my cousins, etc. If y'all are ever in a little a situation, just send me the safe word. So we're gonna, we need to come up with a safe word together. Just send me a safe word, and I will be on my way personally to rescue you. If I cannot reach you, you will have a train ticket to get 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 your ass out of get your ass what out of you of your being psychologically or physically or both terrorized. Sis, I got you. All you have to do is tell me. I'm I'm gonna listen. I'm not gonna ask no question. I'm just like, okay, sis, let's go. I'm gonna show up with the bat, and we're gonna dip. We go we go we go we gonna skip and dip. We are gonna hit the road, Jack, and we're not gonna come back. We not <laughs> because honestly, like. That's an issue I feel like people have is that when somebody, men and women alike, when some, but specifically for this podcast, we're talking about black women, so I'm going to stick to black women. When a black woman, woman tells you something happened to them, 
you should not try to discredit them. You should not further question them. The first question you have for them should be, how can I help you? Or what's what do you want to do? And if that's take to the hospital, do that. If that's get them away, do that. Just you need to be there for them because nobody else will be. Period. You just you just need to be there for them because nobody else is. Like honestly, in the documentary, one of the mothers showed up to um one of R. Kelly's R. Kelly survivors. He showed up to their hotel and he was like, I mean, and she was and she like got her out. Like this is this happened in the documentary. I want to say. It happened in um. Let me check back to my notes. Uh, it happened in let's say episode five. I want to say, let me see. Is it episode five or episode six? Yeah, it was in one of those episodes. And like she fucking rescued her daughter. Her daughter ended up going back because in the documentary they mentioned it takes seven tries for a woman to leave her abuser from for good. Which which is exactly why we need to have the girls back. We need to have the girls' backs, period. No questions about it. We need to have their back, and we need to fully support whatever decision, whatever help they need. We need to be there for them. Because, like, after these women, girls, got out of it, they didn't, like, just go on with their lives. They they started helping the people who have been abused domestically in one way or another. One, one person started a hotline. Another person writing a book. Another person... Um, working with an organization or they start an organization like they're doing all this work because they know how it, how it feels to like have that happen and it's just it's so awful that they had to go through that and that, but it's so great that they're doing that to like prevent that from happening to other women and what's awful is like we really hate black women so much is that there are modern there are modern R. Kelly's now and not maybe not on such like such a long like period of time scale, but like dudes that we like, at least XX ten, ten I can't pronounce the name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. For example, he confessed to being a girl's ass, but the girls were still standing. The still the girls were still bopping to the music, and you cannot separate the music to, from the artist, even if they put it out as free, because that music is still funding the artist, it's still supporting them somehow, no matter how much little coin is going to them. Some of that is still supporting the artist. If I'm out here doing some fucked up shit, I won't, I won't, I, I promise you, I won't. But like, if I'm out here, let's say, let's let's say, let's give a far reach example. If I'm out here killing cats. I won't. Obviously, I have two cats spanking sparkles. But if I'm out here killing cats, y'all need don't don't listen. To, don't read my book. Don't do it. Don't read my book. Don't listen to my podcast. Don't don't support me. Y'all better drag me. I need I, I need I need to be attacked because honestly, if somebody had stopped R. Kelly like after the marriage to Aaliyah, so many lives would have been saved. And it's just because there was no accountability, this didn't happen. And there should have been fucking accountability. People on his team should have, they shouldn't have been doing what they were doing. The Chicago PD, in episode 6, they talk about how we have friends on the PD who alerted him to, like, a wellness check that one of the parents wanted to do. They shouldn't have been helping them. The music industry people who have, like, musicians and producers and etc. And music execs who are working with them. Matter of fact, one of the execs, execs said, this, this is an exact quote, but they said something off the line that, um, I don't care if these allegations are true. R. Kelly's making basically he's making too much from from us to drop him like no accountability absolutely none at all and it's a catastrophe 
It's a catastrophe because this happened and it's allegedly this happened and it's still happening. Like there's still women with him and it's just gullatine, 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 chop the head in the body, feed, feed the body to the wolves, electric chair, gullatine. That, that's all I have to say on that. I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it anymore. Y'all just need to watch the documentary Surviving R. Kelly. It's on all the apps and you can see it for yourself. Honestly, you, you just have to do that because it's just a catastrophe. It's a catastrophe. That's all I can say. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Pause. Let me rewind because I was talking about modern abusers. Like, XXTentacion. Like, y'all still standing Bob to him but like why like why if you can't you cannot separate the art from the musician fuck that, that's not all allegedly kodak black there's a whole the trial coming in april of this year where a teenage girl reported that he had assaulted her to a school nor school to a school nurse and this happened in south carolina there's a whole police report that was filed and everything and like I, i'm gonna I'm a tweet the doc um later so y'all can see for yourselves and, and it's just like, like, he just had a number one album in December. Like, there wasn't even, like, a blink in popularity for him. Like, nobody really gave a fuck. It was just like, like, got fucking Bruno Mars and Gucci Mane collaborating with him. And it's just like, y'all can't collaborate with people who don't have allegations against them. Against them. Like, Troy Sivan is good. Collaborate with Troy Sivan. Like, honestly, like, none of... Yes, like, collaborate with these people, like, these, like, that's just a bad, it's, not only is it, like, just awful, like, if it's proven true, but, like, it's just, like, awful, just, like, do y'all not, like, the optics, like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't collaborate with this person if these, if this stuff in the air, like, Kavanaugh just got fucking elected to the Supreme Court, and it's just, like, the whole just throw away the whole damn country. Uh, honestly, just throw away the whole damn country. Gullatine, gullatine across three hundred milli gullatines. Just period. Just just throw it all away. Let's we'll start over again. When when a black woman only society and then a, a gay LGBTQ society only and then we're just gonna start over. <laughs> we're just gonna start over because it's catastrophe, disaster, cataclysm, fatality, awful. Uh, and I wanted to talk about one more thing before I conclude. So Miss Cupcake um recently tweeted that she was suicidal and we we didn't know why. Um she tweeted that a few weeks ago or maybe it was last week. This year's been going really by by really fast and she tweeted that she was basically going to kill herself, but um think that didn't happen, thank God. And then l- l- sometime this week she tweeted the reason why, and it was this notes response. Uh, I'm gonna link that in the Google Doc that I'm gonna tweet. And it was basically because she was in an abusive relationship. Tying, see, look, look, y'all don't give a fuck about our black women. She was in an abusive relationship with this dude. He was stealing money from her, threatening her, snatching off her wigs, embarrassing her up her in public. According to her, he. And she like gave. She said that she gave thirty k to him, and he was still money through stealing money to her, cheating on her with other girls. And he sent he he sent some girls to like fuck up Miss Cupcake, and it's just like, what the hell is going on? What like honestly, what is going on that y'all don't give a fuck about these black women? Like she reported to the same Chicago PD that was that 
that had that R. Kelly had friends on and they didn't do nothing. So we, we know what type we know what type of body the Chicago PD is. We we know we see y'all for who y'all are, Miss Chicago PD. Let me stay my ass away from Chicago because they, they're not gonna give a fuck. So we're not going to Chicago. We're not going to Chicago. Period. And it's just like this is happening to our women and we're not we're not we're not doing enough at all to like to battle it. And it's just, it's just awful. Not awful. It's a catastrophe. Not awful. I, f- I feel so bad for Miss Cupcake. I hope she, she like, evacuates Chicago. Especially because that, cause that bitch about to get snowed in. She miss, I hope Miss Cupcake evacuates Chicago. Gets away get, gets away from that man. Especially because it says it takes seven tries. for or, or the, um, the dude in the documentary said it takes seven tries for a woman to leave her abuser. So I hope Miss Cupcake gets the fuck away because... Uh, this is awful. Like it's it's happening to black women, rich nor poor. Like no matter how powerful you are, it still could happen to you. All you need is some fucked up manip- manipulative ass nigga. That's all you need, and then you have one fucked up. Then you have one fucked up woman because of some stupid manipulative ass nigga, some stupid ass controlling ass dude. Like no, like fuck, absolutely not. Like y'all y'all need gelatine, gelatine. And on that note. I'm going to conclude the podcast with these words. Respect our black women. Listen to our black women. Let them do them. Because, look, look who founded Me Too? A black woman. Who founded Mute R. Kelly? A black woman. Who was Rosa Parks? A black woman. And, like, think of all, like, all these things, like, these, these women have done for us. And how, like, they're progressing society. Who stopped Roy Moore from getting electric, uh, electric? Who who stops him from getting elected to Congress, or who supported the Democratic opposition overwhelmingly? Was I think it was above like it was around like ninety five, ninety six percent black women. Like y'all y'all stop, just stop. Leave the girls alone. Period. Treat them well. Treat them right. Treat them with respect. And on that note, thank you all for listening to my podcast. The song of the day is Reality Part Four by Cupcake.